Welcome back to the Confessions of a Crappy Christian Podcast, a place where you and all of your crap are not just welcome, you're wanted. I'm your host, Blake Gishay, and every week I'm showing up with a new friend to talk about the things we're really great at, the ways Christ fills in the gaps on the things that we're not, and how He has been faithful to make His power perfect in our weaknesses. My hope is that you walk away feeling empowered and not alone in your struggles, and that people sharing their stories pushes you to share yours. All right, let's do this. Today's episode is with Brian Dixon. Brian is an author, podcaster, conference speaker, and business coach. He is passionate about helping high-potential leaders and teens thrive in a world of overwhelming options. Today, we're talking about his new book, Start With Your People, and all about the importance of connection and the people that are right in front of you. Brian, hey, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Blake, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes. Okay. So I'm so excited to talk about the importance of people. People who listen to the show know that that's a really big deal for us and just the impact that they have on our lives and the way that they lead to purpose, which is your wording. And you actually have a book coming out, Start With Your People. I would love, like, just tell us about that. Tell us about yourself. I love it. Well, yeah, th- thanks so much for having me. You guys listening right now, you know, I, first of all, I love, I love the title of the show, like the crappy Christian podcast. That's amazing because I, I think we can all beat ourselves up about like things that we're, that we're not great at. Um, you know, and, and, and for me, I, I've always been like really focused on big projects and like accomplishing big projects. Uh, but my, my issue is people. You know, I'd I'd start this big project and I thought everything's going great. And then all of a sudden somebody would quit, you know, or or like I'd get these results for a client and then they wouldn't want to keep working with me. And I was like, what am I doing wrong? So a few years ago, uh, I did a 360 assessment where, you know, you get anonymous feedback from people telling you what am I good at? But also, where am I really stuck? And Mm -hmm. it's anonymous so they could say anything they wanted. And I didn't know who wrote it, you know. And, uh, and I asked for it and I got it. Like I, I got some negative feedback and, you know, we can, we can let that negative feedback either just cripple us, you know, and just like lay us out or we can let it fuel us to, to kind of fix what's broken and to see some of our blind spots. And, uh, and so I saw this big blind spot in my life, which was the way that I treat people and the way that I see people. And I, and I realized like, so much of it, it, it's just a, it's a, it's a small change. It's not like I had to completely change like my personality or my approach. It was more just like, like checking in. Like it happened mm-hmm. this morning. I had I had a meeting with a team member, and uh, and we were on a, a coaching call with somebody, and and so she was sort of introducing me to this person, and like my initial response was was pretty uh, aggressive. Like let's do this sales strategy, and like let's move forward in this, and then I had to sort of pause because I could see the look in her eye, and I was like just want to check in with you guys real quick. Like, are we good? Like, did I go too fast? Like, that's all it takes is yep. really seeing the person. And, um, and sometimes it's slowing down. Sometimes it's apologizing. Sometimes it's uh, just checking in with them. But those kind of little actions make such a big difference. Yes. And so, I love the idea of like, it's not this, it doesn't have to be like a top to bottom overhaul, yes. you know, right. that it's seeing people and, and, 
and having that awareness, you know, you can have every intention of seeing people for who they are and what they bring to the table and still railroad them, like still have in that conversation been like, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to go after and not been like, oh, is everybody good? You know, and if you have that big entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. motivated personality. Yeah. You have to do that more often. You have right. <laughs> you have That's to right. really like reel it in a little bit. But I love that in your book, Start With People, you break it into subsets of who your people are mm-hmm. instead of, and you and I talked about this before we started recording. I think a lot of the time when you think of, or even when I say, those are my people, it's like my four best girlfriends, right? Right, right. But, yeah, those are my people. Like, yeah. Those are my people. But like, yeah. but in reality... Your people are a lot, that's a lot more complex. And so you break it down to like family, coworkers, a team that you're working with, your friends, even difficult people. And I think that so often we focus on one of those groups and we forget Mm -hmm. about the rest. What kind of like led you to, we need to broaden that definition. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. Like, so I have a family member who doesn't love his or her job. You know, I'm not going to say this, but but doesn't love their job and and comes home every night, every night and complains to their spouse about their job. But it's not the job that this person's complaining about. It's one coworker. Mm. And like, Blake, we're talking for years, for years, this person has complained about the same person to the point that like when I see this this family member, you know, holidays, vacation, stuff like that, it's like. Oh, how's that going? Like, I know that we're going to talk about this person that I've never met, but this person is such a thorn in the side of my family member that it's like, that's your, that's your person. You probably talk about this person more than you talk about me and we're family, you know? Right. Right. So like, we've got to address the important uh, relationships in our life. And you know what? You spend however many hours a week working with that person or dealing with that person, why not, why not call them one of your people? You know, if you actually said, you know what, even though that boss is difficult, even though the coworker is really hard to, to deal with, they're in my life. And, and as a believer, you know, I just have to say they're in my life for a reason. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, it's like, it's the old cheesy, like, um, sometimes you're the only Bible somebody will ever read, you know, like, like, think about that. If you're the only person of faith that they ever meet, like, do you, what, like, do you want, do you want to eventually, because all relationships eventually end, right? Like either, right. either you eventually die or, you know, you move on to another job and, and the difficult people that I've, that I've worked with in my life, so many of them, I look back uh, because it was like a former job that I used to have. And I look back and I'm like, oh, I blew it. I blew because that. if that is what they think, of, like if, if my behavior towards them is what they think of a Christian, or if my behavior towards them is what they think of a white man, right? Or my behavior towards them is what they think of a of a of a husband, then what? Like I totally blew it. I totally and we have such an opportunity. <laughs> yeah. You know, we have an opportunity to inspire and, and encourage people and and so we've got to deal with those people in our life. Yeah. And so I mean, we're gonna talk about some of the other like subsets, but I think yeah. while we're having the conversation of that difficult person, whether it is a coworker or it's somebody that you have to just encounter regularly, I would venture to say, like, everybody, you got yes. at least one, right? And Oh, yeah. Without, oh, yeah. You guys listening right now, you probably know who we're talking about. Oh, 100%. Like, there's Whoever somebody in your life right now. Yep. I 
got mine. Okay, tell me how to <laughs> tell me how to figure this out. And so it's like how with you know obviously we want people to read your book and I think that's really important. But like having that conversation, <laughs> like what is tangibly? How do you move forward? How do you? Yeah. Not screw the pooch on that. Yeah. Well, you probably already have, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you not make it worse? <laughs> oh my word so you know in the book i call there's a real person i, I tell the story but I, but i i changed his name so i call him melvin and i just like apologize if you know anybody named melvin it's not a very common <laughs> name anymore but like we're all gonna have melvins in our life like yep. i just think it's the perfect name for like oh melvin yep. you know <laughs> like you're gonna have a melvin in your life and and even when you deal with the one you have right now, like I just think God's gonna give you another one, like maybe right. a couple more. Like yep. you're just gonna have somebody yep. in your life who is really hard to deal with, you know. And and this happened three days ago. Three days ago, we're we're getting kids on the bus, and I saw a Melvin. Like there's just something sometimes about like somebody's face or their attitude or the way they talk, and you're just like, oh, that person. <laughs> like you can just feel it, you know. Yep. And for me, it, um, the the bus was uh, early, and so he was running late, and so he had his truck with his kids in the back, and he zoomed right past the bus, like flew through the little pl- place where the bus was stopped. Super dangerous. I I'm not much of a rule follower, but things like speeding around kids like really gets me, right? Yeah. And like I almost like d- directly confronted him because like he wasn't, you know, because that was dangerous. Even though the kids were already on the bus, I was like, but you know, and. And I thought, wait a second, what does it mean to start with your people? Well, first mm. of all, uh-oh, I got a new Melvin in my life. Like, there's a new <laughs> guy. Because it's the beginning of school year, and this guy just moved here, and it's the first time with kids at this bus stop, you know? So that's number one, is just acknowledging that this isn't a one-time deal. I just, mm. 2019, there are no one-time deals. Like, no. you could go off at the person at the grocery store, and guess what? Mm. That's the person that's going to serve you the next time you're there. Yep. You know, you could say something to some mom at the PTA thing. And guess what? She's you're going to see her on Facebook. Like future is a long time. I literally had the other day somebody <laughs> behind me. Like it was one of those things where like the light turned green and they honked at me. And I was like, I'm OK, I'm going. And then they were <laughs> behind me in carpool. See, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like there is no anonymous anymore. Like no. like you are going to interact with people on a regular basis and just like this idea that we can just like flip somebody off whether through our attitude or our actions and like they go away. It just isn't true. They don't mm-hmm. go away. They're still around. So that's number one, acknowledge that they, they are your person. They're in your life and you have a choice. You have a choice as to how you can respond. So here's what I did. I smiled at him. That's all I did the day one, day one, because I kind of want to fuss at this guy, yeah. you know, day two, he did it again. He, he sped again. He was late again. So I walked up to him and I said, hey, man, and he said, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, good. Like, he's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I was late. Like he could see it in my face. What I was about to say. I didn't even have to say it. Yeah. Day three is today. Day three. He got there early. Mm. Done. Yeah. Right? Done. But but here's the thing like as a leader right and and as a believer i believe all believers are leaders like because we are salt and light in this culture so we need to see that we are leaders as a as a leader we we need to um what's the word inject we need to we need to engage in these conversations and and we need to give 
grace, but we also need to speak truth. And right. so there are people, difficult people in your life that maybe you haven't been speaking truth to. Now you tr t tell the truth in love, but that was where the conversation was going to go, was mm -hmm. the next time he speeds, I was gonna have a serious conversation with this guy, but he got there early today. And you know what, tomorrow, if he speeds again, we escalate, because that's what you do as a leader, right? You address right. the issue. So tomorrow we'll see. But listen, he's on my mind because he's one of my people now. Mm. Now, my goal is for him to come to my barbecue. You know, my goal is to see what makes him awesome. His family loves him, probably, right? There's somebody at work who thinks he's great. His mom thinks he's wonderful. I don't think that yet. I still kind of think he's a jerk. Right. Well, that's on me, right? Yeah. And so what can I do to change that situation around and, and win him over and to engage with him? Because- yeah. He's a human, right? right? Like he's a person, he's a dad, he's he's a neighbor, and we could actually become friends, but it's all up to me and how I change my attitude and how I approach that situation. This week's episode is brought to you by Zondervan's newest edition of the NIV Beautiful Word Bible, which offers a one-of-a-kind visual treatment of scripture for an even more beautiful quiet time. This updated Bible is also easier to read thanks to Zondervan's exclusive NIV Comfort Print, designed specifically to create a smoother reading experience. And the great thing is, now through December 31st, listeners can save an additional 10% off of the Beautiful Word Bible by visiting faithgateway.com beautiful and using the promo code crappychristian at checkout. perspective that perspective of viewing people as someone loves them yeah even if it's just a couple people because they really are just like a raging jerk a couple of people probably love them you know and I think that we our culture is so self-centric and we think of everything how it affects us and in this situation like that is justified that you're frustrated that this person is beating around your kids that's not safe that's an that's an okay frustration but taking that step back where i think like mm -hmm. most people would have felt like you were justified to pop off on him and be like hey dude slow down like that yeah. stop but you you start with your people and that's such a like perfect little like summation of it that you can kind of like check in your brain okay mm -hmm. how am i starting with my people yeah. How am I treating other people like they matter? You know, and I think that that's, that really covers all of it. That covers difficult people, but that also covers friends and family when they frustrate you. It's like, that's right. I love this person. I know that somebody loves this person because I love them. You know, mm -hmm. it's taking the focus off of yourself. And I love that that's kind of like this underlying theme of your whole message is like maybe we need to not start with yourself that's right now there is a chapter in the book about you you know it, yeah. it's called your future self because i i actually think like you're one of your people like mm. the person you look when you look in the mirror this happens to me sometimes like because i work from home and I, I talk online a lot but i don't mm -hmm. talk to like real people in person besides like my little people right like Same. my kids and my wife yeah. and so i find myself as i'm like you know, running to go get a drink of water or whatever. And there's this mirror in our hallway. And when I come up the stairs, sometimes I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror. And it's always like this weird moment of like, oh yeah, like that's Brian. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's who I am. That's what I'm 
presenting to the world, you know, and yeah. there he is. I think we like live in our heads so much, especially in 2019 on social media and everything like it's all connected. And and for us to realize like we we can choose who we want to be. We can choose how we want to um, approach people and we and we can make a difference in wherever whatever situation we're in. You know, I just I just got off a coaching call. I do I do a career coaching and, and business coaching, and uh, I just got off a coaching call about an hour ago, and the guy was coaching like his wife's going through a really tough time uh, in in her health, and even then my message was still pretty clear. You know, it was you can still choose how you're going to show up. Mm-hmm. You know, you can still choose who you're going to be. Now let's acknowledge the new reality. Like you are you're you are now a caretaker and that's a big deal. So, so you need some support, you need some training, you need encouragement around that, but you can still choose what kind of caretaker you're going to be and what kind of person you're going to be in every situation. Yeah. So it's almost this marriage of start with your people, but you're the one that gets to make the decision of how you start with your people and how you treat your people. And, you know, talking about family and following you on social media and knowing that like family is, is important. How, I know that you talk about how they're an asset and to your work and how, I know you even say like your children are a legacy and not a liability, which is huge and so countercultural today. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would love for you to like kind of unpack that a little bit that like our family is an asset in our work and that our children, our children are our legacy, which is like, you know that, but then you get so annoyed because they won't leave you alone for five minutes. That's so true. (laughs) Right. I mean, I I know we all struggle with it. I I just think that, you know, the more that I talk about the book, the more it's, it's like what's obvious to you is magic to other people. Right. Mm -hmm. And what's, what's obvious to you, what you know to be true, like as a Christian is is starting to become very countercultural, very. and like like I almost posted this on on social media the other day. I was gonna say like I am a one wife for life guy. Like I was mm-hmm. just gonna write that like, and that was my way of like cheering on marriage. But whoa, like I just it just hit me like wait a second, Brian. If you post that, what will the backlash be? Where maybe if you know ten years ago, twenty years ago if somebody not that social media was around but if somebody like said that it'd be like of course you are that's what you do you know knowledge and in the same way like I think kids we used to look at kids as we train up your child in the way they Mm -hmm. should go right like we want to train our child so that they can carry on our legacy they can follow in in your in the business or they could be an apprentice of what you're trying to do and they could carry on the spiritual traditions and now like our culture is so child-centric and so me-centric that there's just this gap, you know, there's this sort of like, I'm going to live my life in my own way on my screen. My kids have their screen. They're going to live their life on their screen. Like literally I was walking, walking through our neighborhood this morning, working on, working on some emails. Cause I, I talk all my, all my ideas out loud uh, into my phone. So I'm that weird guy walking around the neighborhood <laughs> talking to his phone. And, um, and there were these two like middle school girls waiting for their, their bus. And both of them were like playing a game by themselves, like sitting next to each other. And it just, hit me like that is the home like that doesn't just happen outside that's happening in their home as well mm-hmm. and so it's really easy as a parent to to have your own dreams and to go I'm gonna check my Instagram right I'm gonna like get the kids to bed so I can go do my side hustle or right. whatever it is but I really do believe 
if that when we lean into our home team, right, our kids and our spouse, when we include them in our dreams, um, the rewards are so much sweeter. Like it's so much more fun. Like we we hit a big goal in our business last year, and I took the kids to Legoland, and it was like everybody was in. And then yeah. the kids, like their question when we got home was like, "What's the next goal, Dad?" <laughs> right. You know, like they're excited. Yes. You know, and and uh, you know, I got a, a big check from a client just today, and Julie played. Um, what's this song? It's like a Rocky song. It was like, Eye of the Tiger. This is hilarious. <laughs> she really played this. She'd hate me for saying this. But she started playing Eye of the Tiger. She knocks on my door, comes in my office. She's like, way to go. This is awesome. Oh, that's like, amazing. Bring your people with you. I have because to tell you. I've been working cultivated that. For six years. Right. You know, I've been working from home for six years. And it wasn't easy, especially when the finances weren't there. Mm-hmm. Right. In a low month, especially when I got fired by a client. When I, you know, when I blew a project, when I didn't send the proposal in on time and they didn't send me a a check, like all that stuff has happened. But I need to bring my people with me uh, and include them in that. And uh, and it just makes it so much it makes it makes the lows more bearable and the Mm -hmm. high is so much more fun. Yeah. And I think. It almost like comes full circle back to having the conversation that we were having originally of that it has doesn't have to be this top to bottom overhaul that it's a mindset change that it's a simple yeah. change because that can feel daunting okay like being <laughs> someone who works from I work from home as well bringing my my kids are two and five they're so young how, like I'm like how do you even do that and then the reality is is that little it, like that they're the home team that's right and just having that be the mindset shift that they're the home team that we're all in this together, that we do the highs together, we do the lows together. It's almost like you make that small mindset shift and then the rest of the stuff will kind of work itself out, right? I mean, there's going to be things that you have to do. There are going to be changes you have to make. But I think that that's, I love that. that, Because you think hitting a a business goal, I'm like, what can I Mm -hmm. buy myself? Where can I take myself? How can I... (laughs) reward myself but the reality is is that we all are sacrificing we all are working on this we're all like why not celebrate it together too i love that you like took your kids to legoland because then they were pumped they're like come on dad kill this like let's go that's right so fun we did yeah we did the same we we went and saw a movie last saturday and it was like okay guys these are the three things i'm trying to get done and once i get them done we're gonna go buy the tickets so then you did it and they're like did you do it like i did it and then I helped, I showed them how to like buy the tickets. Like we bought the tickets on Fandango together and, and then we didn't even go that day. Like we bought tickets for the future and it gave them something to look forward to. I talk about this a little in my book. Like that's one of the keys I've learned in relationships is like give somebody something to look forward to. If you think about dating, the reason dating was so fun um, <laughs> is because you're like, we're going to go on a date yeah. and then you get married and you don't go on dates anymore. That doesn't make sense. Right. Like, look, have something to look forward to, you know, and I've just seen it as, as my job as, as the dad and as, as, you know, the, the husband and as, as the chief breadwinner, which I know not everybody listening is, but like you have agency, like you can decide your actions and your attitude. And in the same way you can decide to look your husband in the eye or, you know, your boyfriend or your kid or whatever, whoever's really important to you and say, Hey, guess what? Next Saturday, that's all you have to say. Like, that's you it. stop there. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? Next Saturday, I've got something awesome planned. That will change your 
relationship from now until next Saturday. Yes. And it, it's just, it's, it's so simple that, that all you need to do is just look your people in the eye and say, I'm really excited to be with you. Like, I can't wait for this thing that we're going to do together. And they love to come along. They love to be part of the process. Yeah. And I think it's like, just, it seems so simple now that we're talking about it. I'm like, tell your kids, like, mom has to knock out, like, I'm a graphic designer. I have to knock out this one concept and then we're going to watch a movie. So good. And then they're going to be, like, pumped and probably also give me the space to finish that concept. You know, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, yeah. I love that. I love all of this. I'm so excited for your book to come out and for people to get their hands on it. Tell people where they can find and follow you and how they can get their hands on your book. Awesome, Blake. Thanks so much. Um, okay, so yeah, the the book is available on audio, so you can get it on Audible. You get it on Amazon. We have a hardcover edition and also the Kindle. So however you consume a book, we have the format for you. Uh, we do offer some bonuses if you go to startwithyourpeople.com. So it's just the name of the book, startwithyourpeople.com. There's a couple kind of behind-the-scenes bonuses that we offer. Um, and then if there's anything that I said today that inspired you or you have a question about, I love Instagram Direct Messenger. So just find me on Instagram. That's Brian Dixon. So I'm Brian J. Dixon on Instagram. Send me a message. Hit that little microphone button. Send me a direct message. And I'll, I'll write you back, you know. And if there's anything I can do to encourage you to lean into your home team, to move forward in your faith, to engage your community, like that's what I'm all about. Like I've, we've got to start with our people because that is where the difference is made. And that's how we can be salt and light in this culture. And you do that so well. Like you do that so well with your Instagram and with your platform and with your message. Just being someone who ha- does follow you, it is consistent encouragement and challenge. And I really am genuinely so excited to get my hands on your book. I think that your message is so important. And it's, I love that you're a man preaching this message. I think that that is so important. I think there's so many female leaders within the church that are ta- mm-hmm. like trying to remind people about community and slowing down and moving forward in your faith and I have moments where I'm like where the dudes at you know and I love that you're like stepping up and standing in that area and being like this is possible like I'm walking this out I think I just think you do it super well I'm super honored to be someone that got to interview you Okay, so because because this is confessions of a crappy Christian, like I'm just gonna go there for a second. I know I have I've, I've got like one minute. No, you're good. There's there's this there's this Instagram called uh, Preachers and Sneakers. Oh yes, yes. And like that's where the guys are. Like I'm just gonna call yes. them out. Like guys are focused on buying really expensive shoes or following sports teams. Listen, if you want to be an engaged dad, you can't do fantasy football, right? If you if you want to really show up for your family and provide for your legacy you're not buying $400 shoes. Like it's just the reality. So I'd go toe to toe with any of those preachers and talk about that. No problem all day long. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Confessions of a Crappy Christian podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you can find the show notes and more information about the show at confessionsofacrappychristian.com. I'll see y'all next week.
Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. Because old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. This new year, we need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's still ours to win. Start different at GoDaddy.com.